This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Welcome to Equity Mates Uncovered. Every company has a story worth telling, and on this podcast, we'll be bringing the companies to you so you can hear from them in their own words. You and I, there are so many unloved companies out there that have great stories to share that don't get covered enough by analysts in the big end of town and just sort of sit at the bottom of the pile, but we think deserve some light to be shined on them. Yeah, we believe that every company is interesting. Every company is a collection of people that are working really hard to bring something to market or to solve some problem, and so many of them get no attention Mm. but all of these people could be doing other things with their lives Mm. and they're choosing to do this and (laughs) and they're choosing to do it because it's hard or it's valuable or it's interesting and so uh we've covered a few companies so far we did uh abalone farming off uh the western australian coast then we did uh ai chatbots yeah uh this week we're doing uh the next generation of plastic that's it so for equity mates uncovered we're looking at Danima Scientific. Uh, me- I was thinking Danima. Danima, Danima. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the D-A-N-I-M-E-R. Same thing. <laughs> For you listening at home, you decide if it's Danima or Danima. <laughs> we will not and be it's doing a poll. scientific, not scientific. <laughs> <laughs> And for those who don't want to deal with our pronunciations, the New York Stock Exchange ticker is DNMR. Nice. Listed overseas. Yeah, yeah. Uncovered's global. That's it. So uh, the the thinking here really started with the Ohio train derailment. I'm pretty sure everyone can remember the images of those those flames in the in the sky. Five of the rail cars that derailed and were releasing gas were carrying vinyl chloride. Now, vinyl chloride probably doesn't ring a bell. Does polyvinyl chloride ring a bell? PVC. PVC, PVC yeah. pipes. So uh, PVC, one of the most common types of plastic, vinyl chloride, a key component in making PVC. Gas is The gas is extremely flammable and carcinogenic, but it's a key input into the plastic making process. And the vinyl chloride rabbit hole is quite deep and probably not a rabbit hole we want to go down too far in this episode but uh, suffice to say it's a rabbit hole that people can go down themselves in the write-up for this that we'll publish on our website we'll include a little bit we'll include some links if people want to go down but suffice to say vinyl chloride not great okay even when it's not spilling from a rail car even when it's just used in the production process for plastics it's quite carcinogenic and um people who live near these plastic producing facilities, especially in the south of the US, uh, where a lot of this is produced, have a lot of health consequences. So the question is, are there any alternatives to petrochemical-based plastic? And that's where bioplastics come into play. So yeah, bioplastics, Ren, uh, it's in the name, made from animal and plants, rather than what most plastics are made from, which is oil and petrochemicals. Um, And there are a number of companies working on bioplastics. You've got the agribusiness giant. Okay, here's where pronunciation (laughs) is going to come in as well. Agribusiness giant 
Bunge. That's how I thought, or yeah. Bu- or Bunge. <laughs> New York Stock ticker is BG. You've got the big oil majors, Chevron. The ticker is CVX. Mitsubishi Chemical in Japan. And then BASF, BASF in Europe, which is the largest chemical producer in the world. So whilst they are all chemical producers, oil producers, they do have an arm that is looking at bioplastics. Yeah. They recognise where the world is going. But when it comes to pure play bioplastic companies, there are a few listed. You've got Secos Group in Australia. The ticket is SES. But this is where our Uncovered comes into play. We decided to have a look and uncover Dynama Scientific, listed over in the States, DNMR. Mm, mm. We could have also uncovered Secos. Yeah. Secos. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uncovered pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this Danima Scientific is a pretty fascinating example and it looks like they're working with some pretty big companies, which we'll get to. So that's one we decided to focus on. So a little bit about the company. Uh, they produce bioplastics using microorganisms. They um, feed them plant oils and use them to create polyester. Over the journey, they make uh, ecotainer coffee cups, which use um, plastic, uh, like bioplastic rather than plastic for the inner lining of your coffee cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they make that from corn. <laughs> this one made me laugh. In 2010, they received a grant to develop an environmentally friendly fracking technique for oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one, guys. Not sure how successful they were there. Uh, but I was looking at some of their products now and, you know, they make a, uh, partner with companies to make things like 100% biodegradable dental floss. Um, they make barrier coating for paper and board products. So that's what keeps your coffee cup um, waterproof and yeah. stuff like that. A, bu- a bunch of different plastic replacement products essentially this reminds so let's go right back to the start of the episode very quickly before we have a look at the financials long-term tailwind short-term catalyst excellent management or moat moat what do you what are we looking at here definitely just long-term trend yeah yeah Yeah. so bioplastics are less than one percent of the total plastics market and that doesn't surprise anyone i think and the the question is can they become Majority can they can yeah. they even just take a foothold? A leader, yeah. yeah. Um, and long term trend is also there's a long term regulatory and consumer trend mm. uh, that's a real tailwind for them. Mm. You know, banning single use plastics in Europe, in the states of in Australia. You know, just con- general consumer sentiment and backlash. Massive question about this market though, because there are so many companies trying to get into it Mm. and it's like first of all a technology question can you produce a a bioplastic that is the equivalent of plastic yeah like from a use case point of view yeah second question can you do it at scale can you actually satisfy the need of the world's plastic Uh, and then third question can you do it cost effectively Mm. and i don't think anyone is in a position to tick any of those boxes let alone all three Mm. Pretty fascinating, but uh, definitely a long-term tailwind. But let's have a look at the financials. We pulled these numbers from our favourite, I guess, data's terminal, and it's not Bloomberg, Mm. it's Ticker. Ticker Bloomberg, $20,000 a year. Ticker, generally $180 a year. Yeah. But with our discount code for the month of March, 
It's 15% off. Yeah, the platform is designed to provide us with institutional grade research on public equities. It is phenomenal to get information on companies. And as Ren said, 15% off for the month of May, specifically for Equity Mates audience. For the you, month of March. For the month of March. If you use the code MATES15 and go via the link in our show notes, you'll get 15% off an annual subscription. It is an awesome terminal. But let's have a look at uh, Dynama market cap of $235 million. The share price rent has been beaten though. It's down 42% in the past year, down 76% in the past five years. However, revenue has been growing at a nice clip over the last three years. 2019, it did 32 million in revenue. 2022, that was up 46% to $47 million in revenue. And 2022, it was up 24% to $59 million. Bit of a softer side though, 2022. Yeah, uh, the most recent quarter that we have data on, Q3 2022, they did $10.4 million in sales. Compare that to Q3 2021, they did 13.4. So they're down a bit in 2022. Important to note, as so many of these uncovered companies are, Danima is not profitable. They lost $60 million in 2021 off $59 million in revenue. So about a $120 million cost base there. We had a look at their balance sheet again on ticker, uh, $286 million in cash on their balance sheet and about another $20 million in receivables. So based, if they continue losing $60 million a year, they've got, what, a five-year runway. Yeah. So that's enough time to get some bioplastics into the market. That's it. But uh, a key consideration with these sorts of companies is what they're pouring into R&D because, as you said, Ren, it's a difficult one to, to solve and they put a huge amount into R&D as a portion of total sales, $4.1 million in Q3 went into R&D out of 10.4 million in sales. So fair chunk Mm. going into R&D. Now, as we said, the big question when it comes to a company like this, any company trying to bring a new technology to market, can you convince big buyers of your product to partner with you and to, I guess, give you a chance? And this is why we chose to look at Danima over some of the other companies in this space because it does seem like they're partnering with a lot of big companies. It's important to note that big companies will do so many of these partnerships almost as R&D. You know, like in many ways, having a partnership doesn't indicate a lot. It's like having a long-term, like converting that into a sales relationship means something Mm. because big companies always want to keep their finger on what's going on and want to partner with new and emerging companies and just test and learn. But there is a meaningful list here. So Danima, uh, a lot of their IP they bought from Procter & Gamble uh, back in 2007. In 2016, they signed an R&D agreement with Pepsi to really look at snack food packaging. 2018, Pepsi then actually invested in the company. So Pepsi part owns some of their company. So, I mean, that's a compelling sign, I yeah. guess. Uh, In 2018, they also signed an R&D agreement with Nestle looking at water bottles, uh, labels and bottle caps. Uh, In 2020, they signed a partnership with Bacardi to produce 100% biodegradable spirits bottles. Um, And then in 2021, they signed a partnership with Mars Wrigley to develop home compostable packaging. So you can see some of the big FMCG companies are partnering with them, looking mm. at this space. There's mm. obviously a lot of pressure on yeah. those companies to improve the amount of plastics they're Packaging. putting into the world. 
alongside that, a lot of the large retailers, especially in the US, actually solely in the US, are partnering with them. Again, testing and learning. Target in the US, Walmart, Sam's Club, CVS, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, Costco. Some big names there. Some big Some names, big names yeah. yeah. So making moves. If you're interested in finding out more information about Dynama and reading the uh, the right the write up in full. It'll be on our website. Yep. Uh, similarly, uh, we will send continue sending out um, uncovered companies in our weekly thought starters email on a Monday. So make sure you are signed up to that as well. You'll find information on how to do that on our website. Final thoughts, Ren. I think you know, as, as we said earlier, like bioplastics is so unproven. There's so many reasons why. It makes sense, mm. but it only really makes sense if you can do it at scale and at a cost competitive mm. rate. Mm. And the reasons that bioplastics made sense are the reasons they made sense 10 years ago and mm. 20 years ago. And the plastics industry is so powerful yeah. and so entrenched. Hunting on this industry is as specky <laughs> as specky gets. But if you're interested... Find out more on the website. <laughs> <laughs> now we've covered plenty of ground. Don't forget the ticker sale. So that's Thank you for listening to this episode of Uncovered by Equity Mates. A reminder that nothing on this podcast should be taken as a buy, hold, or sell recommendation. This podcast is intended to uncover new ideas and be the start of your research process, not the end of it. If you would like a company featured on Uncovered by Equity Mates, please reach out to contact at equitymates.com. Equity Mates Media operates under Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. You have been listening to an Equity Mates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. EquityMates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697.